Welcome to the Clay Young Show. That's right. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show here on Podcast225.com, iTunes, and of course on the Talk 107.3 mobile app. You can get the show free on iTunes. You can hit that subscribe button, and if you are an iOS device user, easy for me to say, you can download the show there for free. And, uh, of course, you can get the Talk 107.3 mobile app and listen to us there. And we're glad to have you here, guys. Got a good one for you today, a pretty inspirational show with businessman, motivational speaker, philanthropist, husband, father, and all-around good guy, Julio Malera. Julio and I sat down a few weeks ago and talked about the show and some things that he had going on. And we said, hey, man, let's do a podcast. And so he stopped by the studio here and we had a chance to sit down and talk about his motivations. We talk a little bit about business, managing people. And he talks about this brand new app that they have that the business report is getting ready to release And it's going to be a game changer for business owners and people who do business lunches or just people who like going out and grabbing a meal. And I will let you hear about that in the body of the show. Unbelievable. I can't wait to use it. And so I think a lot of you are going to feel the same way. Keep spreading the word, by the way, guys, about the show. We enjoy the feedback we're getting on a daily basis. We've got some great surprises coming for you in the coming weeks. I can't wait to share them with you, and you'll be hearing more about them as we go on. Got great feedback on our uh, with our show with Colonel David Cuvion from last week. Man, if you haven't heard that show, go back and listen to it. It was something special, and as you heard in the show, there is going to be a part two. We have yet to sit down to do a continuation of our discussion because I'm saving that for the week either leading up to or right after Memorial Day, Memorial Day, the 4th of July. What the hell's wrong with me today? Memorial Day has already passed. And so we're going to do a show then that'll run. And uh, and I'm looking forward to that discussion. Coob's a good guy and he's got great stories and he doesn't mind shooting you straight. So, all right, enough about that. Quick break and then back with our conversation with businessman, and you heard all the other descriptions, Julio Malera here on The Clay Young Show. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, Call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Welcome back to The Clay Young Show. Back with Julio Malera. You know, I'm trying to figure the best way to describe Julio. Let's see. He is a business owner, entrepreneur. He's a motivational speaker, husband, father, he is an energizer <laughs> bunny rabbit, whatever the hell that was. I don't know if it was it a bunny or a rabbit. A bunny. It was a bunny, <laughs> and and uh, and an all around good guy. We got a lot to talk about. You guys have got some innovations coming uh, at Business Report and Two Two Five Magazine. And in the first podcast, we talked a lot about your story from how you started to where you got right now. So I want to do some different things today. And we were talking off the air, just kind of about uh, about motivating people. 
and ways to motivate people in business and in life. And so I'm just going to ask, in 2016, what's the most effective way to pull that off? <laughs> so let's jump right into the prime rib. <laughs> well, again, uh, uh, I think the big question, uh, to answer that, uh, I have to give you a question. Okay. Uh, it is, is who? Who? Because, right, uh, everybody's motivated by different things. Obviously, you know, the one common denominator is that we're all looking for purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, what motivates uh, you may not be uh, actually I know for a fact is that the same thing that motivates my daughter <laughs> <laughs> and what motivates uh, one employee. It may not be the same thing that motivates another employee. So I think we're living in a time and age where, uh, I, again, if you want to be an effective leader, you get in touch uh, with your people to find out what is that hot button? What are you know, some people need a lot of affirmation. Sure. You sure. know, uh, because they didn't have it growing up. Sure. Other people uh, are uh, motivated by purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I making a difference? Is this having an impact? And, you know, the one thing that, that I always challenge other people that talk about this topic is that some people think that uh, uh, money uh, is, um, is a motivator. And in one context, it is, but it's not. Money really is a stimulator. And let me tell you what I mean by that is that I can... Uh, pay anybody a thousand dollars to go help me push my car if it runs out of gas. Yeah, but will they want to continue to do that long term? Right. No. And so I would suggest to many people that that if you're truly going to motivate people, because really motivation comes from within, not from without. It's an sure. internal thing. Sure, sure. And so money is a stimulator, not a motivator. Right. And so you can set the the carrot out there. And of course, you know we all need. I used to love Zig Ziglar's line. He used to say, uh, money is not the most important thing in life, but it is up there with oxygen. That's exactly right. right. (laughs) Because you need it, and we all need it, and we all want it, right? But I think long-term is to be connected, whether it be your kids, whether it be your employees, whether it be your spouse, you know, to really find out. You know, it's almost like the love languages, you know. um, In order to really have a good, effective marriage relationship, you know, you got to be in touch with the other person's love language. And, and, And the five love languages are affirmation gift giving acts of kindness or service i'm sorry uh uh touch uh and then uh uh gift giving and so you know i never knew that about my wife until i learned about the five love languages and uh once i realized that time was very important to her gift giving uh and that th- those are my last two it's really not that important to me what her top two are i don't need to spend more time with with clay young to know that you're my friend and that sure. you love me i absolutely. love you absolutely uh you know some relationships are just like that so again my point of sharing the love languages and talking about internal is that motivation is really something that's an individual thing for most uh people and that the best leaders know how to tune in to that particular person on their team it's interesting that you say that, and, and there's so many great points inside of there, is I think ruling by fear and intimidation alone yeah. is a temporary fix. You know, sometimes you have to be the bad guy in a business. You have to be the one that people won't like. But if the motivation is to do that every day, then people are just showing up. They're not coming to really be there. They're not, they're showing up. They're not coming up to coming to show up. If you know what I mean, the difference and with younger folks. Now you hear this from 
so many business owners, friends of mine who run businesses where they are hiring, you know, early college or high school kids to work for them. And the challenge is the attention span, getting their attention and keeping it. And I think you just have to you just have to recognize what that workforce is going to look like. I think that's an excellent point. As a matter of fact, um, I just got uh, back in January. Uh, I was in San Diego, and I met this three generationalist in America. One of them's a gentleman by the name of Mr. Chuck Underwood out of Chicago. He's been on PBS. And basically what he does is he studies the generations. Mm-hmm. Now, this year, the millennials will be from ages 18 to 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gen Xs will be 35 to 51. Mm-hmm. The baby boomers will be 52 to 71. Um, and one of the things that he talked about in his presentation to us is that millennials are motivated by t- totally different things than you and I are motivated. Oh, sure. So let me give you a couple of examples. Okay. He said the most entrepreneur generation we've had over the last six decades are the baby boomers. Uh-huh. And of course, the baby boomers are not going to be retiring anytime soon. And it's primarily for two purposes. One is that Social Security was brought in the scene uh, so that you would, uh, at 62, receive benefits. At the time that it was instituted, the lifespan was 65. Right. Well, they went to 68, to 71, yeah. Yeah. 78. Now they're saying 81 now. That's right. So what's happening is that the baby boomers are outliving their pension. Mm-hmm. So one, they're not going to be a, 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 afford to retire. That's right. And second is that the old school thinking of sitting back and doing nothing is not in their DNA. No. You know, they've got too much work in them and and, and, and have it. It's all they've known. That's exactly right. The millennials, on the other hand, here, um, uh, the Gen Xers and and the baby boomers are are, are more motivated by tangible things. Mm -hmm. But the millennials, on the other hand, you know, one of the things that I found fascinating, one was what you said, their attention span. If they lose interest quickly, uh, they get distracted. Yeah. But number two, they want to have input, even though they're young, even though uh, they may not have that much experience. They want to feel as if they have a voice, a stake in mm-hmm. the game. So yeah. getting input from them, listening to millennials is very important to keep them productive. Number two, the other interesting thing about millennials is that speaking of motivation is that unlike you know my generation, I, I'm, was motivated by money and by, uh, hey, uh, a new watch. They want days off. Yeah. They want time off. Yeah. They uh, uh, they want experiences. Yeah. So if if you're in business, creating customized uh, incentive programs is very valuable in today's marketplace. Right. You know, people say, hey, you know what? That's what I like. As, as opposed to in the old days, everybody just said, hey, this is the bonus plan and it's for everybody. Right. But smart companies now are kind of doing that type of analysis and saying, Hey, let me customize this. And so even in my organization, we give time off for certain, uh, uh, benchmarks, uh, cause that's what they want, mm-hmm. you know? And so again, I think going to your point is that being in tune, the millennials are not lazy, contrary to what some other generations think. They they're just motivated by different things, yeah. and 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 want to have a sense of purpose. They're very idealist. They want to make, uh, they want to feel as if their work is making a difference. Is another big deal. Well, you know, in anywhere between eighteen and twenty five is probably the most idealist a person is normally going to be, because you're in you're entering adulthood where independence is very important to you, and as you say. With millennials, you know, they do want to be heard, but I do think that there needs to be, and I'm reading this great book that talks about um, 
it's called A First Rate Madness. And it talks about the mental instability of some of civilization's greatest leaders from Lincoln to uh, William Sherman, you know, and, Hmm. but it talks about, there's a phrase called depressive realism. And uh, Katie Fetzer, a friend of mine, turned me on to this book. And it's interesting that I think sobering reality is often lost on millennials. And here's what I mean. I don't mean this as a slight. When you're young and you're just getting started, you you don't really truly have an appreciation for the distance between beginning and success because you have so much exposure to it. There was no Facebook and Twitter and Instagram when we were kids. There was only television and there weren't as many channels as they are now. Well, now there are reality shows where these athletes and these musicians and these actors are showing off these lavish lifestyles and they're connected with people they don't know on Twitter and Facebook. And I think a lot of people now, specifically younger people, think that's closer to them than it might be. And it can be close to them if they're willing to go through the rough stuff. And that's the point. How do you get them focused on accepting the fact that the rough stuff is a part of the journey. Well, and Does that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And actually, uh, last point from Mr. Underwood's presentation: these millennials have had it the easiest of any generation. No is doubt. The other thing. No Never doubt. Been through war. Oh yeah. Uh, through major c- catastrophic uh, issues, and so uh, they've grown up in the most prosperous time in American history. Mm-hmm. So, as you and I both know, adversity is probably the greatest teacher, and no so. Doubt. Uh, I think that's a big problem, which is the reason many of them, uh, the, the other point he made is that many of them in their latter 20s are living at home. Yeah. And they haven't ventured out on themselves. Mom yeah. and dad are their, quote, best friends. And, um, you know, life's been easy. And here's what I've discovered. If life is easy on the front end, it gets very tough on the back end. Whew. No doubt. But the reverse is true. Yeah. Uh, I've known many people. I know it's the story of my own personal life. It, that if it's hard on the front end, the back end gets a little bit easier. Yeah. Because you have to do the work. That's right. That's exactly right. There's no substitute for hard work. You no. got you to gotta grind, baby. You got to grind. And you know, the other thing, Julio, is you don't go from the mail room to the boardroom overnight oh, just yes. because you have a good idea. Yes. In life, you kind of have to earn the right to express that idea. Yeah. Could be a great idea that could make and and it isn't and it isn't bad. I love ideas and people who are motivated to come up with innovative thoughts and because none of us none of us is so beyond learning that we can't learn from anyone. However, it isn't as easy as I just started, but I think I've got ideas I can, you know, do all these different things. When I started out, I wanted to do more listening than talking. Because there were reasons why those people were there. But that's, you know, you go through rough times, you just realize that person isn't in that chair just because they were good looking. Yeah. No, they've earned it. And so it's it's this new thing now. And then, you know, you pull up. I don't do much fast food unless I'm getting getting it for the kids, uh, with the exception of Raising Cane's. I got to try to stay away from that place. Mm. Todd, you're killing us. (laughs) So, but you go to that place and it's a stark difference with how his kids or the young people at his restaurant greet you and the energy there and, and the model so he's created yeah. versus a lot of other places. Yes. And I think he's gotten it. I don't know what the it is, but it seems that he's gotten it. Yeah. Well, uh, I think you, again, you bring it up another, uh, uh excellent point. Um, the, these, um, 
and it's I think it's a cultural thing. I, I, this is my own opinion, not necessarily a fact, but my my observation. And I love America. I love our country. I, I love the free enterprise system. But what what I've observed the last five, ten years is that we don't value the process in America. Mm-hmm particularly our young people. Everybody is big into the one-time event. Everybody's looking for the home run. Everybody's looking. And we've, we've uh, there's a reason why so many of the parables in Scripture are talking about the farmer, because a farmer knows something that most city folk don't understand. You got to work the land. Yeah. You got to plant the seed. Yep. You got to protect it. Yep. You got to cultivate it. Nurse it. You know, and then one day that thing comes out and it bears fruit. That's right. And that's what the young people don't really get. They see all this instant fame and instant money and instant toys, and they don't understand. Somebody went through a lot of pain. Somebody went through it. I don't care who it is. That's right. Nobody gets to the top overnight. Unless you're born. Like, you know, the whole thing, it's easy to to score if you're born on third base. That's exactly right. And and so many millennials get to be born on second or third base. Yeah. And for so many of us, you go through that mental thing about not wanting your kids to have to uh, go through life not experiencing the things that we didn't experience. You want them to travel and have all these toys because you didn't have it. And then you look back and you go, well, <laughs> maybe I could have made that a little bit harder than I did. But it's just one of those things. But I also say this about this new generation. And I'll see if you agree with me on this. I think they've got the potential to be the smartest generation to have ever lived on this planet. Oh, no doubt. Actually, uh, they could, they think they're going to do great things and they're capable of doing great things. I, yeah. I, I definitely believe. Because they've got uh, such uh, access to information that, that so many never before, generations before, never before, before ever never had. Before, yeah. So they got the potential. Uh, they, they have the access uh, and they have the thinking. Yeah. You know? They don't even know what an encyclopedia is. It's Google now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember all those books and just, yes, you don't even need, they don't even have to go to the library now. They've got they've got access to a hard drive on their hip or in their purse or whatever. So true. It's you know. Well, but what about you, man? I, I I have a list of things for me. But what motivates you? Because I know when you're in business, people see the innovation, and I think we're in common in that we recognize satisfaction kills ambition, and without ambition, you die. And when you are going through those periods where you got all these things going, man, and it's overwhelming and you, you're wishing you could take that 24 hours and stretch it to 48 in one day, but you can't because we're human, <laughs> you know, we're mortal. What motivates you when you, when your feet touch the floor in the morning and you're thinking, God, this is, I'm getting, it's, it's getting after me. What makes you say, you know what? I can keep going. You know, when I, um, obviously through the seasons and the decades of life, uh, it changes, right? Yeah. What motivated me in my 20s doesn't motivate me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm 50, uh, now that I'm in, I'm a, um, I get up every morning thinking I want to finish strong. I, I really believe everybody in, on this earth has been put here with a purpose and everybody has an assignment. And your assignment is to a people and to a place. And let me unpack that thought for a second. Um, you know, I didn't pick my kids. The good Lord blessed me with my kids, and they're part of my assignment. I got to shepherd them. I have a short window with them. Um, uh, I'd like to think I picked my wife, but I think she picked me. <laughs> Let me just go on and tell yeah, you that yeah. I think, yeah, she did pick you. <laughs> so we can bust that bubble right now. 
Uh, my employees, the customers that I serve, they're all part of my assignment. The place, the country. I mean, we're fortunate. We were born in America, right? Oh, yeah. I could have been born in Africa, oh, Asia, yeah. South yeah, America. That's right. But we were born in America. The state of Louisiana, uh, while some people may look down, I, I love the state. Not me. Uh, I do too. The city of Baton Rouge. So this is all part of my assignment. And let me just tell you, our mission at our organization is very simple. It is to be a company of excellence, innovation, and impact every day. And so I get up. Let me tell you what motivates me is I want to make a difference. I want to be a positive force with my family, with my friends, with my employees, with my customers, and with my enemies. <laughs> whoever with they are. With your enemies? Whoever they are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? I generally with, try to stay with, away from my enemies. <laughs> but... but Hey, remember, you want to keep him closer. Just as well, closer you know, I, can, I, I okay. can see him. I just don't want him in a room with me. <laughs> and and so I'm not trying to sign, uh, sound idealist, but, but really, you know, life is too short to be bitter, to be unforgiving, to be mediocre. Absolutely. So I want to give it every, I want to give it my best every day, you but, know. But, but go, but, but see, I agree with you 100%. But that's in your now. And so much of your now through the years, and I've known you for years, you've always been someone who's forward looking and thinking, but there are people who are floundering because information is overloading them. And I run into people all the time that I had a young lady in here who's just starting out in a business yesterday and a buddy brought her by just so that I could say a few encouraging words to her, but just to make her understand that going through a struggle doesn't have to, you don't have to reflect on yourself as being less than or something's wrong or you can't do it. It is a part of the process. And getting people to see that and understand it is something that I enjoy as well. I love seeing people win because I love winning. I love winning. Yes, being motivated by money because of the things that you can do with it, but it's a tool. It's kind of not the end because some, some money... I know sometimes a lot of people money a lot pro- of money and they're miserable. And they're right. miserable. And right. sometimes you have to walk away from money opportunities because right. I ha- actually have when you're thinking, man, this is going to cost me more misery than That's what right. I get over here. I'm definitely going to lose over there. How about a pr- what's the price of peace, right? Oh, man. Peace of mind. Man. I mean, so. Sometimes it's not taking any money. Sometimes yeah. it's nothing. And sometimes there is a number. But you're right. But in business right now, because I this this entrepreneurial spirit that is that was bubbling below the surface in Baton Rouge, I think is really starting to to come out a little bit more with the way that we're communicating. And you know this, you're on the you, you are right in the center of it. But motivating people to understand that you have to stay focused, you have to stay motivated, you have to have uh, a, a long plan and and a short memory. How do you get people to that? Well, again. One thing is you got to simplify you what you're saying. I mean, listen, people's minds are so cluttered. They're mm-hmm. overwhelmed with information, right? And, and you got to somehow narrow it down and simplify. And let me explain. You know, what are the top three, three, four, five, no more than five priorities in my professional life, my work life, my career that I want to accomplish, that I want to see? What are the three or four or five, no more than five things that I want to see in my personal life? You know, and if you can identify those, you know, it sounds so elementary, Clay, but 
the majority of people that I meet haven't even thought about it, right? right. They're, they're going through life. Okay, let me get, I, I, I got to go to work. Right. I got to get my paycheck. I got to right. pay my bills. And then they do it over again. Do it again. And in, and in between there, uh, we'll, put, we'll, you know, we'll throw in a, a little vacation. But if you can start there and then say, so what are the action plans? What are the steps that I've got to begin to take to get to this particular goal? And then you got to say another big part is commitment. And here's the part, interesting part about commitment. Commitment is a two-pronged approach. Mm. Most, pe- most people understand the first one is dedication, right? I'm going to dedicate to work on my relationships, work on my health, work on my sales, whatever it is. But they, but they forget about the second prong of commitment, and that is constraint. And constraint is this is saying no to the things that will impede my ability to get to that goal. In other words, some people are are great with the the to-do list but are not writing down the not-to-do list. I mean, some things, for some people, it's just a matter of saying, you know what, I'm no longer going to do that, and I'm no longer going to do this, and I'm not going to go here, and I'm no longer going to hang around this person because they're impeding my ability to get to this particular goal because deep down inside, this is the dream that I have for my life. That is so good. Let's let's stay with that, the to-do list, and I keep them. You know, Stephen Moray is probably the biggest Apple fan there is out there, and he got me turned on to all these Apple devices, and I have a digital to-do list because I would write it every day the not to do list I don't talk about this a whole lot but personally when I no longer am uh, friends with someone or I see that me and a person are traveling in different directions I make it a point to not tear this person down uh, because I don't think there's any profit in it I you know there's I won't do that and I remember now there are also things that you don't want to do. I try to be in shape because of the energy level. I live in Louisiana. We cook the best food. Any, oh, yeah. And But I, I need the energy level. That's my motivation to be in shape, right? Yeah. And I think it's easier to accomplish a goal with a plan than it is without. Dig down on the do not do list or do not do list or to do list or whatever. Well, um, let me... Let me give you an example. Let's talk about friendships and relationships. You know, um, I'm trying to teach my kids that they're eagles. And if you're going to hang around people, hang around eagles. You don't want to hang around the chickens, the turkeys, and the peacocks. (laughs) You know? And so uh, in my first book, I talked about this. There's four types of people in your life. Those that add, subtract, multiply, and divide. Mm. And our job, and it's like this even through adulthood, is to get closer to people that add and multiply to our lives and get away from people who subtract and divide. Define, define, De- add. That's right. De- de- but define that, define that for Add us. and multiply relationships, friendships are those that encourage you. Yeah. Those that coach you. Yeah. Those that support you. Yes. Those that pray for you. Yeah. Those who even correct you. Right. With love, right? Yeah, yeah. Those that subtract and divide are those that are energy drainers. They're the critics. They're the energy zappers that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I don't hang around them. I got relatives that are like that. I don't hang don't around get me those. Started. I know. Look, I don't hang around those. Yeah. I love them, but boom, I don't spend much time because nope. I've discovered, you know, life is too short. And so I want to be around people that are excited about life, yeah. that are going places, that have some of the same common values, that are never satisfied. You know, because again, this life, we're meant to grow. Yeah. You can never exhaust your capacity to grow and no. learn no. Uh, until the day we go to the grave. Absolutely. And so. 
I think it's extremely important. Uh, let me take it another step. Let's talk about being healthy. I mean, since I've known you, you've always been in fit. Uh, fit. Um, and so part of that, you can't just exercise, you know? I mean, it's 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 how and what you eat. Oh, sure. Right? And so, so there's got to be... You gotta say no to some things during the week so you oh, can yeah. splurge and have oh. the have the, the the fried chicken oh, or the hell oh, yeah. or those cane fries with yeah. the with the, with, yeah. with that sauce, baby. You, you know, me here come or on. What? what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 hey, you know what? You can say no during the week so you can say yes during yes, the weekend, yes, right? Yes. Because if that's all you ate every day, well, oh, we know sure. you know we know what's you'll gonna check happen. out of here right, sooner exactly. rather than later. And right. I don't think you you know I've heard people say this. Worked with personal trainers. It's like you you know enjoy life. Just learn the word moderation. And quite frankly, there are, there are loads of good food that you can eat that's relatively healthy that you will enjoy. I mean, it's the truth. I don't eat anything that's bad. I'm not, I'm not going to consume something that tastes like paint or spackle. But, I mean, it's okay. And you want to be around. Your motivation changes. You know, being a parent, you think about where that's going to go with your kids and being around to watch them evolve. And we've all got a number. It's going to be pulled at some point. But I'm hoping, I always tell people, look, I want to be here to turn the lights out when everybody else is gone. So I'm trying to live as long as I can. That's right, man. Well, you know what? And you've got your part and role to play in Absolutely. that, right? Well, and I'll tell you one last thing. Here's, if you were to ask me, what are what's in your top two or three discoveries the last five or ten years? I would tell you that um, the older I've gotten, the more I've recognized the importance of saying no. Mm. People have... Everybody's got agendas. Everybody's trying to pull you into their agenda. Uh, you got to have clarity of your goals Man. and make sure that nobody's getting you off track. And so learning to say, no, look, there are a lot of great causes. Sure. You know, uh, but I can't give to all of them anymore. Right. You know? I mean, we just can't. You got limited resources. Yeah. You got finite time. Yeah. Finite energy. Right. Yep. And so learning to say no to things uh, that are just not part of your priorities in life. And you know what? It's okay because your real friends are still going to be your friends. And they if, get it. Right. If they get it. If somebody is, you know, if somebody gets offended, well, they were never really your friends. Never really your you friend. Know, you got to be able to say no. Dig down on agendas. You know, you and I kind of talk. And, and the thing about it is most of our conversations, and I can't really think of a quick, more recent example of something different, but most of our conversations are always, always positive about what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, where things are headed. Uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time grousing about things that, that are not good. Cause what are you going to do about it? And, and so we don't have those kinds of conversations. So agendas, you have a profile in this town. And so people see you and not everybody coming to you is interested in either doing something for you or with you as much as maybe having you do something for them. What is your mental exercise Outside of the gut, because sometimes the gut will tell you right off. But if your gut isn't giving you a sign one way or the other, how do you determine, okay, now this person isn't really in this for what they're saying. They're just trying to get their hook in me. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you define it? And then what do you do when you recognize that in a person? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, that's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I will tell you... Uh, most of the time I can discern, right? I've mm-hmm. gotten old enough and yeah. I've come across yeah. enough people that yeah. you can discern. But yeah. you're right. Occasionally you really oh, can't. Sure. And, um, and I've discovered that the best weapon is time. Time is the weapon that brings deception or truth to the forefront. No question. Over time, you'll find out people's colors and agendas, what's really 
uh, you know, their motive. And so, number one, I never jump into anything. Uh, I don't say yes. I'll say no a lot quicker than I will to a yes because, again, you know, you got to marinate. Uh, obviously, if it has to do with an individual, I'll do some background checks, character references, <laughs> and that type of stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, younger, when I was younger, I, I got uh, – I took a huge financial loss on, on, on an investment that I made. And uh, the guy that I made it with, man, wore these incredible suits, <laughs> drove fast, fancy cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, he carried himself sharp. And uh, but he was a fraud. I mean, he was so leveraged, and um, you know, he painted a big picture. And and when I was younger, I looked at the upside of investments. But yeah. with time, and with pain, and with pain, you learn um, that I've never seen a bad deal on the front end. And so, what you do as an investor now is always look at the downside. You oh, got yeah. to measure the downside first. But you don't know that when you're young, right? You don't. You and don't you want that. to rush to get to the that's payoff right. point. That's you want exactly that right. ROI. That's exactly right. And it's interesting you say that. I, I remember a friend of mine talked about the principle of faking it till you make it. And I always said, I didn't want to ever do that. Yes. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I hate that. And so I'd rather have it. And I really enjoy nice things. But there are there's a longer list of things that I've said, I'm not, I don't need that now. I don't want that now. You know? And I think you learn that because you don't want to be the person who's living in the fanciest prison in Baton Rouge because you're you're, you're upside down in your life. And it's harder to get people to speak on that wavelength. And, And what I mean is you run into lots of people and I don't like posers. And. When people get to know me, no matter what you think of my suits or anything else, I'm just, that's a, I tell people it's a uniform. That really is how I look at it. But being happy, sitting and having a steak, you and I talking and chatting, or like we were chatting the other day uh, before we both got out of Dodge, uh, it's, that has more value with me the, the older I get. Not sitting and having a conversation about things. You know, it's more about life, reflections on what's happening around us. Well, I think, the, the, you know, the other thing that's a good point is that, um, and I think it's the world that we live in today. People, um, because there's so much access they, and they've seen so much phony mm-hmm. that I think people have a deep appreciation. I know I sure do. And I think you do too. Me too, yeah. For authentic and yeah. transparent people. Authenticity is so underrated as a virtue in people. Even people who are, horrible in their authenticity they're just a jerk but they don't mind telling you and showing you i actually have an appreciation for that because i think it takes courage to be who you are even if you're an a-hole i'm going to stay away from you but at least it's better than pretending to be nice and on someone's side and then in the end you're just waiting on that sliver of of opening in the door so you can try to kick it in look i have some friends that we disagree politically right oh sure and but we have great uh, discord, Absolutely. great conversations. We can agree to disagree, and unlike in today's real politics, it's civil, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's I, hard to find. You know, I'm not labeling them; they're not labeling me. We, you know, we can agree to disagree because we know each other. Right? You know what I mean? And right. so, I really would love to see more of that in today's politics, which is a far fetched. Uh, uh, I actually think concept, I but. think we I think if we're not going to see it until politicians, as you know, follow the lead of the public. Uh, and what they do is jump out ahead. 
that when the Tea Party came along and I told some friends of mine, I said, this is going to be authentic and it's going to be a movement and just wait. The politicians will co-opt it. Then it'll go away. Pretty much what happened. They jump ahead. And it's harder now. But look, let's not bring the room down talking about politics. Let's talk about food. That's something everybody loves. You guys have this great new innovation, right, that yeah. y'all are doing. Yeah. And it's, I want you to talk about it because the, you know, when this, this is going to air right around the time of the formal launch. Oh, okay, great. So let's talk about what it is. Well, uh, at the beginning of June, we're going to launch what's a new app. It's called 225 Request It. We are really, really, really pumped about this. You know, one of our goals, uh, as I mentioned, uh, for our company is to be a company of excellence, innovation, and impact. And we believe this is not only going to um, uh, be innovating because it's really the first prototype in America here in Little Baton Rouge. That's right. But it's also going to have a tremendous impact. And the, here's what the app does. We believe that 225 Requested is going to do for restaurants what Uber did for transportation. Oh, man. And let me explain that. With Once you download, uh, we are partnering with a lot of the best restaurants in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, right now as we speak, we, we have some of our staff is doing training with some restaurant staff. We're doing onboarding right now. But what's going to happen, a couple of things. One, you're no longer going to have to bring your credit card. Or your cash when you go to these restaurants. All you have to do is have your phone with you and um, let them know that you're there with 225 requested. And you're going to automatically, you don't have to wait around for the check unless you want to. Right. Uh, but when you're ready to roll, you roll. And so we're calling it dine and dash and style, baby, because <laughs> you don't need your cash or credit card. So let's break this down. I choose a restaurant in the list. Correct. All right. Correct. I'm going to stop in for lunch. Correct. I go eat. I order. At the end, I'm done. You're done. You can get up and go at any time. That's right. You know how sometimes you've waited in some of these restaurants for your check because they're yeah. overwhelmed or they're busy right. time. You don't have to wait. You can roll. And what's going to happen is that uh, within a few moments, you'll get your receipt. There's an automatic uh, 15% gratuity. You right. Can, at dinner time, you can shift it to 20%. Right. Uh, but we believe it's going to, not not only is it uh, friendly for the consumer, easier, but also for the restaurants because uh, it, up to six people, the app will even split the bill. So, you you know. Well, how does that work? Uh, basically, just everybody in your party, let's. Let's just say that four people go to to lunch or dinner, and they decided they you know they're going to split the check. Mm-hmm. Uh, all four on the app just have to have the the two two five requested. It'll split it four ways. The tip automatically added, and you guys can roll too. It's that simple. Wow. And here are a couple of other things. They're going to be exclusive offers uh, at different times of the day uh, for those who have the the app from those restaurants. So let me give you an example. Uh, typically, restaurants around here from 1.30-ish to 5.30-ish is a slow yeah, time. Yeah, slow, right. Slow, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of these restaurants don't want their wait staff or their bartenders or whoever uh, dusting off the chandelier, right? right. Uh, they'd rather be serving food or cocktails. Because they're losing money otherwise. Correct. exactly. Yeah. So uh, many of them are going to be putting some special offers. Maybe, you know, if you come in between 4 and 5.30, we're going to give you 15, 20% off your entire bill. Wow. So they're going to be specials. They're going to run. Yeah. Uh, even to the point is that maybe there's a special restaurant that is, uh, you be, let's just say we, uh, you forgot to make reservations. You want to go on a Saturday night and uh, they're booked. You call up. Mm-hmm. So through 225 requested, 
you can put in and say, hey, you know what? I'm willing to pay a 20%. I need that table at this yeah. restaurant because my wife, oh, my goodness, it's my anniversary. God forbid. <laughs> I know that would never happen to you, Clay. No. But, and so you can uh, offer to pay a 20% premium to get a seat in that restaurant that night at the time that you want for paying a 20% get premium. Get out. And they can accept it. So it, it's going to be very dynamic. Oh, man. Uh, it's going to be the first of its kind. Uh, we're launching it early January right now in the pages of a 225 business report, even a register. You can kind of read about it. Our press releases are going to be, uh, out on, on June 1st. And, uh, you know, we're excited. The number one reason people read 225 is really for the food scene. Oh, sure. Listen, I told you I was in the top 100 edition a couple of years ago, and I talked about the smoked prime rib at Ben 77. And they sold a hell of, hell of a lot of those after I did that. Although, Brian, I never got my free steak, but I didn't ask for it either. But, yeah, so so here's another question. If you can you. You download the app because this show is running the first week of June, so it's it's on now. If you download the app and you want it for personal use, what if you do what what do you do if you want that for the business side as well? Um, you can do that. You just have to put a different credit card. Okay. So you can separate yes, them for can. people who are expensing yes, lunches with yes. clients. Because lots of people around town, as yes. you know, uh, they do that. They take clients to lunch Correct. and you want to be able to expense it. Yes. And then you can keep track of it. Now, how is the report generated? Via email at the end of the month? I mean, obviously the charge clears the day you, you, you go to the restaurant. Correct. But is there an after action report generated or do you just keep up with it as the, as the payments are done on your card? Uh, no, yeah, you just keep up with it. Yeah. Just like Uber. Just like if just you like were Uber. using the car, yeah. you just keep up with it. Correct, yeah. Just this, like Uber, except you got it right there on your phone. Now listen, you, know? you said this to me before. I want you to quickly talk about this again. This is a first-in-the-nation kind of thing. Yes, uh, we met this firm two years ago at a show in New York, and they've been refining the product. Uh, they've, uh, they're out of Sacramento, our partners in Silicon Valley, and, and uh, we're doing the, this is the first test pilot in the country. What's the cost of the app? Zero. Free? It's free. Oh, we got to talk. It's free. It's free. So you go to iTunes, get it for free, or you can go uh, get225.com and get it right there. You can download it. You're not charging at all? No charge. Man, you're getting soft in your old age, No charge, man. man. Come on, man. No charge, man. So tell your friends, your family, your your in-laws, tell them all. Tell even even your enemies. Just tell them, don't choose the restaurant you're going to. Man, listen, you guys have done great work. I saw recently that... This was your 20th year at uh, Business Report, or you got you and Ralph partnering together? Yeah, going on 20 years. Going on yeah, 20 years, and I think uh, it's amazing what y'all have been able to do here, and it's an example of how an idea can evolve, and I saw your post and all of the things that you guys have done from that one partnership. Uh, to what do you owe, obviously your faith is, is priority in your life, but under that, to what do you owe your success? <laughs> uh, well, my, my uh, you know, I sometimes uh, tell people when I'm asked that question um, that uh, I'm a little bit like Abraham Lincoln, who said, everything I am, everything I hope to be, I owe to my mama. Yeah. Uh, and really it was my mother. The work ethic, the belief, and to uh, keep dreaming and pursuing. And uh, nothing gets done without hard work. And I'm trying to teach my kids right now. I tell them, look, you know, um, some people may be more talented some people may have a little bit more education some people may come from wealthier families but the two things if you're a malara is you don't let anybody outwork you or mm-hmm. outlearn you 
And yeah. so you can always outwork people and you can always outlearn people. And so uh, if you keep that mindset throughout your life, you're going to be in good shape is what I tell them. I think that's a good life lesson for everyone. Uh, you know, I, you've always been the same since since we met all those years ago. And I love what you guys are doing there. And I mean, this is something that I know I'm going to use because it's practical. There are tons of apps and things you can download that I really never use because they're not a part of my right, life right. And, right. on a practical basis. So I'm going to give this a whirl and, uh, and tell people again, what is it? Where can they get it? Yeah, it's 225 Requests, the new app for dining, dashing, and style. No more cash, no more credit cards. All you have to do is have your mobile phone with you, and uh, you don't even have to wait for the bill. You can't wait for the bill, but you don't have to anymore. Uh, if they take long, you can just leave, and you'll, you'll get your receipt. So I really believe, you know, if, uh, uh, if this works out the way, I'm hoping and believe it can. Uh, we, you know, we, we've been running the traps. I'm sure we're going to learn some new things. Sure, Any, anytime sure. you innovate, right. you know, right. uh, uh, there's some little bumps along the sure. road. But, you know, for the most part, uh, I believe that uh, 225 Requested is going to do for restaurants what uh, Uber did for transportation. So you can go down to uh, get225.com. If you go there, you can automatically download it. Or you can go to iTunes and download the app. And it's free. No charge. Jeez. How can people find you on social media? Uh, you can go to uh, Julio uh, underscore ma, uh, Malara, and um, or you can go to JulioMalara.com. And, yeah, and, there you go. And that'll give you Twitter and uh, Facebook. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate you coming back. Thank you, man. It's always great to see you, Clay. Thank you. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Last year about this time, walked into my home in the evening and I had visitors, not relatives, termites. And the first thing I did was call John Conroy, and that's what you ought to do. Better yet, go see him. Here is John Conroy. What do we do? This is the swarming season, right? It really is. It's just getting started. Now, you had the little gold-colored little boogers with the that's wings. That's exactly yeah, right. Th- those are not your friends. Couldn't shoot him, so I had to call you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, if I recall, we treated that. Yep. With By doing a termite treatment around mm-hmm. the outside. That's right. These were definitely Formosans. That's right. We used Termidor and we used Tallstar in different areas. Folks, if you come by, this is the exact same stuff the professionals use. And we, it solved the problem. It did. Absolutely, it did. So if you are in the New Orleans region and you're thinking about this and you should be, how can I get it? In Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. And on the West Bank, we're on the Palco just past the Harvey Bridge. The man knows what he's talking about. Go see him at Pest Stop. Do it yourself pest control this is the clay young show on podcast 225.com oh yeah you know it's about time to get john cuvion back on here i'm gonna have to call him update uh, everything with the presidential politics we'll talk a little bit about the east baton rouge parish president slash mayor of Baton Rouge race that's coming up. <laughs> you know, I I spoke with Clarence Bugs on Talk 107.3, I guess, a couple of days ago as we recorded this. 
and I mentioned to him then that I did not think that we were done getting people in this mayor's race. And, well, I was right, and I still don't think we're done. I think it'll be a packed field. It's kind of a trend in politics now. But at this point, it's still a three-horse race so far. But who knows? You never know what's going to happen. I've got an idea about the mayor's race coming up in the coming weeks that I'll share with you then. It's in concert with some of the new things that we're working on here at podcast225.com that I think you're going to find exciting, or at least I hope you do. So anyway, guys, thanks again for tagging along with us. Hopefully, as uh, you have listened to today's show, you enjoyed it. We enjoy your feedback. You can contact me on Facebook, write about the show there. Uh, Message me on Twitter as well. Of course, you can click the email link at podcast225.com to conversate with me there. And I always reply to those emails, sometimes not the same day, but I've never let them come and not have replied to them. And uh, I think that's that. Have a great one. We'll catch you next time. Download it on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button there, or you can get it on your non-Apple device at podcast225.com or on the free mobile app presented by Talk 1073 in Baton Rouge, or simply log on to the old Weber, podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.